Now we're rolling Damage Plan MMA podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, Mr. Zach Partridge in the house. What up, dog? Yo. How you doing? That's a nice hat. Hey, you too. Dude, I like these hats. Do you know hey, the I'd most like to popular start out hat? This podcast. I would like to start out this podcast with something. What's that? I apologize if my 10-year-old son bullied any of you into buying anything at the merch booth. Dude, he was on fire. Saturday. He was on fire. I'd like to apologize to absolutely nobody. The 10-year-old does what he wants. He's been watching a little Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, hasn't he? Coffee's Bro. for closers. Dude, he's a he's a hustler, man. <laughs> I got so many messages, so many people. My daughter Dude, was I like, Hunter was just... Message me. Oh, yeah. It was great. Bought, bought a t-shirt from your kid. I was like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, well, he didn't give me much of a choice. I had somebody message yeah. me that. I was like, you cool. Know. <laughs> no. hey. Dude, you could have said no. One of, one, of, one of my buddies, Mike Trunzo, you know, fighting this weekend. Shout out, Mike. And he's like, yeah, I bought a shirt. And he said, oh, not right now, buddy. I'll be right back. And then he goes, that's what they all say. So he felt bad. So he bought one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, the, man. the most popular hat of the night was the black with the camo, like I'm wearing right now. Sold oh, yeah. out of those. You, We didn't sell one of the blue ones. Really? Not one of the, yep, not one of the blue ones. Everybody wanted the black cam. I think we sold three of the ones like you're wearing. Oh, see, I like this one. This, I mean, yeah. I picked this one. This is the pick. Uh, yeah, I, I, like the blue I, one. I like them all. I was surprised the blue didn't sell, but yeah, it's awesome. Uh, by the way, uh, Quinn wants a hat. Okay, then Quinn gets Quinn's, a hat. Quinn's mad that he he's then, mad he didn't get to make his little cut like Hunter did, which Hunter earned every bit of it. Hunter earned every bit of it. And then he's like, I need a hat. And I was like, okay, buddy, you and Hunter worked the merch booth on the October show. Yeah, there you go. Let them work the merch booth. That's awesome. Finally, yes, Roman, finally. We're finally getting to it. Well, it's because we're both off. Oh, my gosh, freaking Roman. This guy. (laughs) Oh, Roman. Everybody wants a hat. Yeah. What do you think? Is this Oprah? You get a hat. You get a hat. I need some new contenders, top gun freaking clothing is what i need hey yeah we know a guy you know i'm just saying hats can be distributed could be a little exchange no big deal <laughs> all right where are we going to start where are we going to start at do we gonna talk about the card first or you want to talk about uh the jose aldo stuff let's talk about jose aldo we yeah because we we totally missed it we talked about everything but that on the last episode that we did so Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Just send it to my house, dog. Um, you know, I, I gave a lot of thought about this. Jose Aldo, he might be my fifth all time for fifth. career. Who's first? Demetrius Johnson. Okay. Fighters, just like all time fighters. Demetrius Johnson, GSP are 1A, 1B for me. They're 1 and 2, and it's interchangeable. I'm, I think that Demetrius was more dominant and is was at the, the peak. I mean, he was just – he's phenomenal, right? Like, yeah. I think he's the best, most well-rounded mixed martial artist for the longest time, maybe. GSP, obviously, and then, um, and then, then it gets into the steroids or not, right? Do you count them? Do, don't you? Whatever. I, I I tend to think that like John Jones was probably beating mostly other people on steroids. So um, 
Like my favorite is like, well, John, you know, cheated. And then I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? You tell me when v- him and Vitor fought, Vitor wasn't on some stuff. Yeah, exactly. He still, he still must. You know, I don't know. So, anyways, I, I have I have John three, and then I have Anderson four. I think I have Jose Aldo five. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. He was untouchable at featherweight for ten years, and then he had a pretty good resurgence and a pretty good run at one thirty-five too. I'm talking UFC. I am talking UFC. If you're going all all MMA, um, I guess Fedor does have to be in there. His 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 run, longevity wise, is yeah probably nobody will ever do that again. I mean yeah, so Fedor, but again too, he never fought in the UFC, and uh, he was probably he's he's probably on everything forever. I don't, yeah, so I mean, I mean yeah, Fedor's got to be here. When do I'm you start UFC? This because this is what I put my thought into. Yeah, I was thinking of UFC, right? So UFC, I'm, I'm that's I have Jose Aldo number five. So let me ask you a question. So all your top guys, they're they're pretty much retired, right? John Jones, he's probably going to come back. GSP's retired. Um, Demetrius Johnson still, still is still fighting, doing it, and looking impressive. Oh, um, that me. When when do we start seeing today's fighter? on that Mount Rushmore. When do we start seeing like the Charles, so, if Charles beats Islam is does, does he, you, do you got to put him up there? Not if, yet. Not really. Not for title defenses. That's what I'm looking at. Right. It's like longevity, right? Like Jose Aldo did it for 10 years. That's hard. To John beat. Jones did it for like 12 years. How many of those years were WEC? No, I'm, I'm saying Jose not that Aldo. That matters. But I like he was the UFC, like, yeah. I mean, no, I I get it, and I and I'm looking at body of work, and I'm I'm considering UFC guys, but like I, I'm talking longevity. Um, Oliveira's f- flirting in top ten of all time, dude. I, it's it's kind of hard to deny. Cause, the I mean, you have to look because you have to look at everything, right? Like you have to look at Matt Hughes, you have to look at BJ Penn. Yeah, I know BJ. A lot of guys. Like you know, like there's there's a lot of guys. Like I don't think Oliveira has surpassed a lot. I'm I because I look at like title defenses too. You know, like the one knock on Khabib, in which I think he's great, and I don't knock him for retiring, but yeah. three title defenses don't get you goat status for me. I, I agree with that. Dom, most dominant champion, okay, okay, you know, but like goat status, I need I need title defenses like Anderson and GSP and and Demetrius like. They had long reigns as champion. I think when you're talking about your all time, I think that fact longevity, like Barry Sanders, right? Barry Sanders. Yeah. My, I'd still argue, I will argue with anybody, greatest running back of all time. The only knock on him, longevity. You know what? And I might, I, to, to run that Oliver is probably going to put in a grave on no, in November. <laughs> the the run that Oliver has been on since 2018, he hasn't lost since 2000, the end of 2017. Yeah, no, no, and, uh, but Oliver, is absolutely in the position to put himself in that conversation. If he beats Islam in the last two years, he's beaten Ferguson, Chandler, Poirier, Gaethje, and is if he beats Islam. That's pretty freaking impressive, dude. 
that's oh, yeah, a who's who. Like, I don't, I, I'm just ram- I'm just but, rambling. But it's not. But it's not what John Jones did too, because John Jones never had a lull in his career. That's true. That's true. It, in the it, cage, there's a difference. There's the a cage. difference in the cage. <laughs> Let's right? clarify that so, a little bit. In the cage. Yeah. So I and I and I'm, I am talking strictly like in cage performance, right? And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if he ever passes it, but like Oliver could he could get in that conversation. Um. Volkanovski could get in that conversation. I think Volk's close. He too. has a very he here him and Kamara Usman probably have the best chance of of. Because Volk's on a pretty good title reign himself right now. Yeah, Volk's on like, the tear. He's pretty close to being about stacking up his title reign with just about anybody. Beating Jose Aldo. Beating Max Holloway yeah. three times. Three times. You know? Who was considered one of the top pound-for-pound guys. So, I mean, and, and the last time, the way he beat him was just, it's like, and we're done. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. So, uh yeah, I mean, but yeah, I, I have Aldo five. I think he's great. Um, the more I think about it, Max probably never passed him in my eyes as the featherweight goat. Yeah, but he, I think Volk, Volk, if he hasn't already, will. But Aldo's great. Dude, that was special watching his last fight. I mean, it was a crappy fight. But, but we got well, we this, were in the building for his last. But fight, we were in the building. Cool. The energy was electric. He got the biggest pop of the night. That was that was that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Good old Jose Aldo. How about uh, how about um Shane Burgos and Marlon Marias? <laughs> Why are they doing my guy Marlon like that? You Moving don't think up he to one forty-five now. Oh, oh, I hate it. Oh, well, how about the PFL? That's a good signing. I, I like those signings. I don't hate it. I don't hate them. I think it's a good matchup too. Let's go. So you think Burgos turned? Do you think he turns his lights out? Yeah, I think Marlon was just so good for so long that, dude, he uh, Henry Cejudo broke that man mentally. Yeah, he just hasn't, he hasn't been, been the same. same. He hasn't been the same since. And it's that not fight. a physical thing. I think it's mental, and it's pretty. It's pretty hard. Um, yeah, are you uh, are you jumping on the Bo Nickel train tonight at minus three thousand to one odds? It's a lock, bro. There's not it's very lock. many locks in MMA, but it's, it's a lock. lock. I I am telling you right now, I fully believe this. Bo Nickel beats everybody that's not in the top ten of the middleweight division in the UFC. He, he beats all. Beat some, he might even beat some top ten guys. No, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying like he yeah. beats all of those guys, and it's not even a question for me. Yeah. Like Derek Brunson, <laughs> get out oh, of he... here! Both smashes him. Do you think he gets signed tonight? Yeah. He's you think he tonight. he dominates and um, gets signed? Ready? I I I do. I think Bo Nickel would beat Israel Adesanya tomorrow. Really? Yeah. I wow. Do. Is he going to make it past Pereira? I don't know. I keep going back and forth on that. I kind of do too, man. I'm like, yeah, I keep going back and forth. I don't want to underestimate Izzy. It'd be pretty, I think it'd be, you'd be pretty foolish to not think it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. The yeah, thing yeah. that I think is, I think it, I do think this too, 
I think it could get boring. Yeah, I'm not expecting a, a highlight. I could, I could actually see a point fight and people being very underwhelmed. Bo's fighting a good guy today. It won't he matter. He is though. fighting a good guy. It ain't matter. He, he is fighting a good guy. But <laughs> can, that good, can that good guy stop one of the best collegiate wrestlers? I don't think so. Bo by smish. Find out. Should we break down our fierce fighting championship card from this last weekend? What a freaking night, man. What a night. That was about as fun as I've had at a, at a card. You know what was super cool? If you haven't watched the pay-per-view yet, we got to do a little 10-minute little thing before the fight started, interview, and then a 10-minute, like a little five-minute uh, recap. It was so cool, man. Well, we were kind of thrown on the spot, so there was a lot of repetitive stuff in, in, in it because we didn't know we were supposed to be doing it. And they told us 10 minutes, and we ended up going like 15 minutes. I'm You're like, fine. I could talk forever, man. We do. The, yeah. I bet one monster to your 20 on the odds any day. On Bo Nickel? <laughs> take that free monster, Jason. I'll take the free I'll take the free white monster. I'll take it. Why not? Oh, Roman's been commenting on mine. Oh, um, yeah. You got to comment on mine, Roman. Or, so or he said Amanda Nunez. She's not in it before me yet. I mean, she's. I mean, she's she's right there, but I'll put Jose ahead of her. Um, DC, he's right outside of it too. DC's, McGregor, man. McGregor, McGregor, no title defenses. No, he doesn't get to be in there. God, we just there's so many guys. Yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm just saying that McGregor absolutely not in my How, top ten. Are we gonna DC have to start, Amanda? DC and Amanda might be like six, seven, eight in that range. Are we gonna have to start? doing it by like era like hey this jose aldo during this time from this time was maybe. he was the go and then maybe. you know charles Oliveira is the freaking or volk is the goal now i i, I don't know it's hard to say anyways maybe. let's break let's break down these fights man they were freaking fun um all right first fight of the night we had your boy your teammate glermo rodriguez against tony garcia Fun little scrappy fight to start off the night. Did that yeah, was, uh, was that a third round submission? Yeah, third round yeah. Uh, rear naked choke. Uh, Tony can wrestle. Tony's Tony can fun. wrestle. Yeah, he was a lot of fun. I like that. I like that kid I like a lot. Tony. Guillermo, He's nice, respectful. Yeah, Guillermo didn't do too bad either for his for his debut. He he looked pretty good as well. G crap, Tony. Tony didn't want to stand with him after he got yeah. cracked. Uh. Yeah, it was, it was a good. fun fight. Uh, next fight of the night, the number one ticket seller for the event, Andrew Boquette and Caden Bentley. Um, before we talk about the fight, I just got to say, so uh, Andrew calls me last night and says, hey, man, I don't mean to bother you. I just want to tell you, was your dad, your dad working security at the walkouts? I'm like, yeah, it was my dad. He's like, dude, I just had to tell you, he was so nice to my family because I guess all of his family and students were sitting there and he took a picture with, <laughs> with Andrew's mom. He's like, oh, man, your dad was just so cool. I guess he was hugging everybody, and he started to walk back, and my dad had to tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, you better go hug your mom. <laughs> Can't be missing mom, man. Yeah, we love your dad at the events. But, uh, yeah, Andrew Boquette, Caden Bentley. Uh, Boquette, just just too much size, too much strength. Um, yeah, Caden uh, just really Here's didn't have thing. an answer for it. I feel bad. Like So Caden Bentley – his last fight. So for people to say, oh, there's a size discrepancy. You know, we can only do what we go off what information we had. And uh, I, I like Caden. I really do. He's he's a nice kid. He's super respectful. 
Um, he missed weight his his last fight at 205. And so I said, all right, dog, let's let's get you at let's go, let's get you at heavyweight. Yeah. And um, because he cut 18 pounds, I think, day of weigh-ins and still missed weight by like three, yeah. two and a half, three pounds, something like that. He's around 208, somewhere around there, right? Two and a half. And uh, and he's like, okay, I'll be ready. And so when I offered him this fight, I was like, just so you know, like Andrew's been training a long time, taekwondo background, teaches a taekwondo school, trains at Jeremy Horn's gym. This could be a tough fight. He is coming off a long layoff, but yeah, I think, you know, Andrew's going to be ready. It's going to be a tough fight for you. And Caden says, I'll be ready. Let's go. Like, let's go. Like, I, I, I want the challenge. And that's what I, that's what I like about Caden. I think that's part of why I like him. You know, yeah. he's 0 and 2, and he's still not picking, choosing fight. I, he's not, at, he's never asked, he's never asked me for an easy fight. That dude has fought uh, Ahmed Sanchez, who's now a pro heavyweight. He fought Jason Urgel, a Steve Gervold's kid, who's a very good amateur fighter, and, and then fights Andrew Boquette. He's never asked for anything. He just, nope. you know, he just shows up and he fights. He shows up every time and he, he gives it his all. He never quits. Yeah. And, um, but he, but he only weighed in at 208 this time. And That's I'm like, crazy. Bro, you're a 205 or now. Like you, he put in the work for the camp. Yeah. Be a 205. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, get you a good 205 fight now. Like, come on dog. Like, let's go. So, uh, I, I'm proud of Caden. Uh, uh, I like the kid a lot, but, um, Andrew looked really impressive. Looked good. Um, I think, I think, you know, and, and Andrew's, you know, he's, he, he's, uh, I wouldn't say like cocky, but he's very confident in his skill set. Oh yeah, and, he had a lot and, to say and, on the podcast. And believes in his abilities a lot, and he he asked, you know, he asked for, you know, the, so I mean, I, I believe his next fight is going to be for an amateur title or or a pro debut. Uh, but that that's between him and his coaches or whatever. But um, you know, I, 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 I you know what one of my sneaky best moments of the night was? Yes. What's yeah. that? You, you know what? Um, Andrew walking out to Backstreet Boys. Oh, that was um, great! It it felt like a concert in there for a second. <laughs> it was awesome. That, do you know that there was two people? There was another yeah. fighter that was going to request yeah. that song. He ended up switching it to something else. He's like, "I'm going to say Backstreet Boys," and I'm like, "We're going to have two guys just randomly pick Backstreet Boys." That was awesome, man. That yeah. was awesome. Hey, um, yeah, he looked good. I got a big hug from him in the cage afterwards. May have got a little sweat and blood on me. It's all right. Oh, and good. then oh, and then shout out to Caden Bentley. What does he do? You know, doesn't hang his head, doesn't do anything. Hurries, showers, gets changed, goes down to Provo to watch his little brother play BYU. Who's on the BYU football team and was at the BYU football game later that night. Yeah, that's awesome. Like Caden's cool. Awesome. Andrew's cool. Uh, that, both both those amateur fights were a lot of fun. And nice. we went we went one twenty five to heavyweights for amateurs yeah yeah and we continued with the heavyweights with zeke latu making his pro debut against super tough troy fox man that fight had some ups and downs in it hey. uh it looked like zeke was gonna just walk away with a quick ko and then he gets caught with a shot and it's funny because i asked him afterwards i said how hurt were you by that by that punch and he's like i wasn't hurt and I get a message last night, and he's like, "Yeah, I rewatched it. I was pretty hurt." <laughs> well, so I'm gonna push back on everybody else. How many? I mean, do you guys know how many messages I got about you trying to get this guy killed? You're doing this. You're doing that. Um, he, you know, you know, talking kind of talking crap on Troy Fox, and and it, you know, because you know, you know, especially in MMA by now, you should yeah. know better. Looks can be deceiving. And, yeah. 
at heavyweight, anything can happen. He hurt Zeke. He wobbled him. Hurt him. To the point that I asked him, I'm like, why didn't you follow up with punches when you had him hurt? And he goes, I thought he was messing with me, man. It, um, it, initially, it did kind of look like that because he kind of stepped. It, it was so surprising. Yeah. But, you know, when Zeke hit him with shots, he kind of covered up and he bit down on his mouthpiece and he started swinging back. And and then he almost caught Zeke in an arm bar. Yeah, he said, Zeke said that was pretty, that was pretty tight too, but. I mean, man, I, so I, 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 you know, I'm just, my, my point is, looks can be deceiving. You never know. And just because somebody looks like they're, you know, the baddest dude on the planet or whatever, and Zeke's a bad man, I'm not trying to say that he's not, dude. Just because Troy didn't come in with, you know, abs and 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 everything else, dude. Dude came to fight, and I I, I like it, dude. And you could see at the end of the fight, he tried to bite down on his mouthpiece and swing back again. He did. He just didn't again. have it in him. Any. He just no. He, he just didn't. So, and he was getting uh, hit with some bombs. Some bombs. I, I, he and, and he never got knocked out. No. Like his his body just kind of shut off a little bit. Like said, okay, enough. Yeah. But he never got like knocked out. dude troy fox came to fight and everybody just thought i was like you know even yeah, got me was... thinking i'm like man did i i'm like did i did i did just i skip a unfair matchup but <laughs> dude it was a good fight it was fun yeah, and troy fox is definitely dude that dude is welcome back at fierce fighting championship absolutely anytime because he was nothing but classy after he was happy he was grateful and we messaged a little bit uh good dude I, um and then zeke uh i thought showed a lot of heart he fought through some adversity couple yes. times uh first time in, as a pro uh took him all almost all uh you know almost all five minutes of the first round but got him out of there at four minutes 30 30 sec 33 seconds of the first round and uh and that was, that was a good fight it was fun yeah was fun fight props shout out to zeke that was, yeah, that was zeke, good. first time he's ever hit with more than four and didn't drop i mean dude Dude. I, I don't know how he was taking some of those shots. And they did you see the picture of them afterwards too? They took a yeah. picture outside afterwards, which I, yeah. I love when, when the guys do that. But Troy's face is like <laughs> crazy. Um, next fight of the night uh, was Riley Pellegrino and Colton Keeniston. Um, little little smack talk on the podcast from not from Colton, but Andrew. You know, thought he he said how he thought was the fight was going to go. Riley came in and. He made quick work. First round, 29 seconds into the first round, he got the TKO victory. Um, he did what he needed to do, man. He came out. In fact, we talked about it on the broadcast. I don't know if you rewatched that fight. And we talked about what each fighter needs to do. And, and I said, hey, man, if, if I'm Riley, I, I want to rush this guy. You know what I mean? I, he hasn't fought in six years. Just go out and put the pressure on him. Let's see what he can do. And and he ended up getting the, getting the uh, TKO victory. Um, yeah, I mean, Riley, man, Riley, Riley, he said what he was going to do and he did it. Yeah. And, uh, and I will, uh, thanks Zeke. Um, I will say this. Riley looked better in that fight than he did in his last fight. So he's evolving and he's getting, it looks significantly better. Um, so when you look at when you when you look at fighters and stuff, it's that's that's one thing that I I look at is their evolution between fights. Um, he surprised. I mean, he pleasantly surprised. Uh, yeah, Riley. I think I think I think it's safe to say uh, Riley. Uh, he had a little bit of an injury after, maybe got hurt a little bit in camp and made the injury worse. 
after, but when he gets back, um, I, I think we're going to have some fun fights with Riley and I think we'll see Riley in the fierce cage again. And I hope, I really do hope that we see Colton in the cage again as well. Cause I, I, you know, he just, he, he, Riley, Riley comes out and goes for broke. Yeah, he does. And he, and he fights, he fights in a style that it's a, that it's a me versus him. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, looks like kind of like in the old days, like when Trevor Bradshaw was less patient, maybe yeah. a little yeah, comparison yeah. to that. Uh, and, and Colton got caught with one of those big punches. I mean, it just, it just happens. Is, is Riley my long lost little brother? No, he's your son. That's what I'm saying. He's your son. The Japanese <laughs> tattoos. You guys look identical. I was telling him that after the after we were walking out of the cage, and he messaged. He's like, "You, you got to send me that picture." He's like, "Holy shit!" Like we literally have the exact same tattoos. It's it's crazy, but you, good win you for, were in the group thread that I sent that to Roman, right? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah, sent yeah, it. To, yeah. 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 We yeah. were cracking up. That was pretty. Well, Riley asked for it, so he must have not. He must have not have seen it. All right. Um, got he got he got called he got called out later on in the car too. So we'll see, Roman. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. So shout out there. Uh, next up, we had Dave Maggio making his pro debut against Austin Strill. This was, in my opinion, uh, up there with one of the fight of the nights. There was there was a couple more fights on here that were that were bangers. That was this, fight of the night. This fight was a great back and forth, wrestling, hey. jujitsu, striking. These these guys put on a phenomenal uh, performance. Nothing. Um, uh, no no offense to anybody else. Because there was a lot of really fun fights. That was the absolute fight of the night. It was back and forth all night. The whole thing. Good luck judging it. Yeah, that was yeah. a tough one. If that was a tough judges one. It. But um, Austin, uh, me, I think, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to give him a nickname, but me and Cody were talking about it. I mean, the, the dude's, he's, he's got to be like the Tasmanian devil. Yeah, going into the third one round each. That's that's fair. Pretty, uh, yeah, pretty, that's fair. I, mean, I could, yeah, Austin is. I want to see more Austin. I want to see more of Dave Maggio too. I love Dave Maggio too. I'm a huge fan. Oh, of we're gonna guys. see. We're gonna see more of Dave Maggio. Um, oh, what's up? Yeah, Riley? Jeff um, said uh, Austin's head move was he. He was Chris. He has some slick. He you know and and he 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 misses a lot of punches he's just so natural um i think we're going to see austin actually sooner rather than later in the fierce cage nice. again but um it. you know and you know what was you know what's so cool is uh, i messaged with dave a little bit last night and he goes dude i went and rewatched it i didn't realize like how fun and crazy of a fight you know you're in the dog fight so you don't realize it but we, even that he could watch it after and just yeah. be like that was wild dude that pace was unbelievable Joe, John bitch, let's go. let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Joe. Let's get John John hey, at the Madison. We need some bump time in the fierce cage. We need bump time. Let's get it. Um, yeah, fight of the night, man, for me too. I, I, I that was that the fight. that that, that might have been the funnest I've ever had for a three round. And and we got all of it right. Like Austin didn't get the the rear naked choke till four minutes and thirty six seconds of the third round. Like yeah, we got all of it except twenty four seconds, and it was awesome. Like. That was I I, um, I I almost hate that that goes as a loss on David Maggio's record because he fought so good and so hard. Austin, and Austin's normally a 135er and came up to 145 for that fight. Yeah, Austin just wants to fight, and Austin is an absolute dog. I, I yeah. love Austin. Like, I love both those guys. That was another one. It's like I didn't want anybody to lose. 
yeah, there's a couple fights on here that I'm like, ah, man, the next one, Dom Salas and, and Johan Rubio. Yep. Two I'm guys, I freaking love both those guys. And, and uh, Rubio, um, he, Johan showed his, his involvement as a fighter to me in that fight. And when they started trading on their feet, normally Johan's, he, he's throwing back and he's biting down his mouthpiece and it's just, you know, he, he just, he, I'm not taking him down. I don't care about jujitsu. And this time he, he did what he needed to do to win the fight. And I, I, I loved it, man. I talked about it on the broadcast. Um, he did what he needed to do to win the fight. I know some people didn't like it, but hey, get in the cage and if you don't like it. Yeah, I, I heard some booze in that fight. And um, I heard some booze in that fight. And I, man, um, Yo- Johan fought super smart. I mean, dude, he, he traded with him too. There was opportunities. Oh, he tra- oh yeah. He, here, here's here's the tough thing. Here, here's the the tough pill to swallow with with uh, for fans that weren't necessarily entertained. Johan coming off his first loss ever. It's um, gonna be a world. Joe Bish, hey bro, Joe, it's okay. John John can just he, oh, MMA no. won't bite Mavericks. Turn him loose. Go back. Turn the kid loose. Yeah, yeah that, um, dude, Dom. Yeah, Dom's. I love Dom, man. Dom, no quit. Dom will never, dude. Dom will never quit. No, that's the thing. And yeah. he here's another. You look at Dom, and people people look at him, and they're like, oh, "This guy, he's not ripped. He just comes in there." You know what I mean? And he is one of the toughest guys. I've never seen him gas in a fight. He'll go three yeah. three rounds, five rounds, doesn't matter. He doesn't gas. He. he uh, I mean, and this isn't a secret, and Dom will be the 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 first one to tell you he has to make weight though. He's got to make weight, and usually he does. I'm surprised to see him come. Up. Well, that was the thing. He made 170. He was like 168 and a half last yeah. time, and then missed weight this time. It was a bummer. Um, so I'll I mean, slightly disagree with that Dutch, but maybe I'll I disagree with it. But Dutch was also the trained judge, not me. But yeah. I disagree with that. But. I do love Dom and I love the way that he never stops and, and never stops working. Um, I think, but um, I thought Johan showed, like you said, he evolved and um, get, get everything. I mean, I, I think as a fighter, seeing how somebody bounces back after a loss is, is, is big. Right. Yeah. And Dom bounced back from his first amateur loss, strung together a bunch of wins his first pro loss, I expect him to do the exact same thing. Is I, I think he's a very dangerous fight for a lot of a lot of people. Um, I'll be back. He'll be just fine. Yeah, two judges had the third for Dom. I, you know, <laughs> angles, maybe I don't know. I I thought Johan pretty much controlled the whole fight, but Dom did let he did land some hard shots in in that third round. I thought. I mean, you could for sure. You're talking damage, but um. Johan had a had a pretty big uh, call out after his win too. He said, uh, "Well, hey, you're calling out calling out the Utah guys. I, I got somebody for you right here." He was calling out Riley. said said Let's let's get it. I'll I'll make that fight whenever Riley and his team wants to make it. That that that's fun. I mean, that is I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. So I, I think mean, Riley's watching. Little- so little, Riley, whenever little, you're ready, just let us know. A little bad blood. Riley does the uh, – he did the little video on Instagram. 
<laughs> which was pretty awesome. I, well, I got to give him credit. That was pretty awesome. Dude, it's fun. I, I, I don't, I don't hate it here. No, I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it at all. He's falling little, little David Balea, you know, you know, uh, t- dude, talk some smack and then come up and be willing to fight. Yeah, and hell yeah. it's all good. It's all, you can say whatever you want. If you're coming up to willing to fight, I think so. Yep. Yep. Um, and I don't think Riley ever crossed the line. So, um, I, um, I, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Riley and Johan throw down. Uh, next up, we had Zach Cavender and Randy McCarty. Zach Cavender, I, he, in my opinion, he, he looked good, man. That that year off and training down in Vegas, I think, did him some good. I, I I thought we saw an improved Cavender in that in that fight. I think uh, one thing that I saw. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. That'd be pretty fun. That would be pretty fun. Um, we should do it. So does uh, Zach Cavender claim extreme or Utah? No man, he's got a he's Utah. He's the Tuilla guy. You can't. I mean, well, he can't. Then he can't be on the card. You can't. He's be on not going to fight against extreme guys. Yeah, that's true. But we're not going to let him take him either. You're not going to come up here. We're not going to let him come up here and get a W against his own, own guys. That's right. Can't um, do that. No, uh, I thought Zach. I Zach, I thought Zach fought more confident. Yes. Which was big. Um, yes, um, I I I liked that a lot. Um, I thought that was a good area of growth. Um, I thought that there was moments where he was using his reach and his length a lot better than I'd seen in his last couple of fights, where I'd let he let Jerome and Dan Trujillo uh, get in the pocket with him too much. Yeah. Um, Randy was waiting for those opportunities. I'll oh, give he was Randy waiting. this. Randy's 48 years old and he took some clean shots before he finally dropped. Yeah. Zach hit him yeah. with some clean shots and he comes marching for it. I like Randy. He's a character. Um, I'd have him back. I like Randy. Oh, I, I, we chatted before at the weigh-ins, him and a couple of his corner guys. We were chatting for like 10, 15 minutes. Great guys. Very cool. Uh, Very cool. But uh, big win for Cavender. I love seeing him get back to his his winning ways and I hope to see more of him, man. That, that was, I was telling him, I said, man, you look good because when you got in the pocket, you could tell Randy was waiting for those counter shots, and Zach did a great job of keeping his hands up. And he said, "Sparring with Sean Strickland will do that. Sparring with Sean Strickland the last year will teach you really quick how to keep your hands up." Uh, Randy, aka, <laughs> he did, he did. Oh man! Um, Can you imagine next- if Randy would have walked out with pink hair? Oh man! A little ninja like- costume, little ninja costume on. <laughs> Um uh, next up we had uh Jerome Hatch and Raphael Brewster. A little bit of bad blood from those guys at the weigh-ins. Just a little tiny bit. A little tiny bit. Like Brewster fought a smart fight. I'll give him that. Uh he fought a super smart fight. I, I don't think he wanted to stand with, with Jerome. Look, Jerome is what he is, right? Like everybody knows it. He wants to fight. He's a fighter's fighter. He wants to fight when he gets in there. And I mean, Brewster did what he's supposed to do as an MMA fighter. I'm going to say that. MMA, so yeah. this is a bare yeah. knuckle boxing. There was uh, some Drum, people... Drum's going to have a lot of success in bare knuckle boxing. He's not a oh, lot of success yeah. in MMA. Um, yeah. But that's, I mean, he showed that they're, you know, like if, uh, you know, if, if you can get another big, Brewster's a big boy too. You know, if you can get another big, big man on top of you, that's, 
It's hard. So um, good for Brewster. Also, for those that didn't know, I wish he would have said something or we would have said something. I didn't know this either. Uh, offered Brewster another fight potentially and um, and uh, talked to his manager. He gets deployed in like five days. He's active military, yeah. military lifer. Like I wanted super to see cool. that fight. Super I cool. to see that fight. Um, yeah. You don't even know if I do. No, I don't even think you know what fight I offered. You probably didn't. No, I know who I thought I wanted to see him fight next, but. That fight's not happening. Yeah, I wish it would have, but yeah, I, I get why it couldn't. But um, next up uh, in our co-main event, Joel Harrell, Warren Weingardner. Um, I just got to apologize. I maybe was a little unprofessional towards the end of that fight on the broadcast. So if anybody heard it, I'm, I apologize. I didn't mean to come across that way. It is super hard calling the fight for uh, not only one of your coaches, but one of your good friends. It's it's hard to – I thought I stayed pretty neutral the whole fight, but obviously at the end when you see your friend win in the championship, it's it's tough. So I apologize if I offended anybody. Um, Joel faced a little adversity in this round. I don't think anybody – I don't think anybody thought Warren was going to walk forward and stand with Joel for most of that first round and, dro- and, uh, and drop him and sat him on his butt. Um, that's not entirely true. I, uh, I, I did. I believed that Warren would walk forward. I just thought he would pay for it more than he did early on. And he caught Joel. Um, ironically though. So like when Joel dropped, it was pretty like, it was pretty much in front of where I was sitting cage tight. Yeah. yeah. And I could tell like, he wasn't like, discombobulated or anything like even when he was on the ground he immediately like was intelligently defending himself and and his jujitsu got you know i i uh the part so my stomach my you could kind of feel when he dropped you could kind of feel the energy in the arena like oh yeah you know and um like it, it was a shocking moment and i didn't feel that i felt this my stomach or not my stomach sink, but like the anxiety of like, oh, this might be over. Yeah. Um, which I get in every fight. Uh, yeah, yeah. When it's about to happen, you feel it about to happen and it, it builds, right? Yeah. When he jumped that, when Warren jumped that guillotine, it's like, oh, oh no. Cause like he's only jumping it if he's got it, right? Like that's what I'm yeah. assuming. And um, so I, uh, and then, and then Joel, you know, obviously defended well did what he had to do, got, got through the round. And, um, I just remember thinking, I'm like, what's going to be interesting is one, we're going to see what, um, we're going to see what Joel's made of here fighting through some adversity. And I, and and I wasn't very worried about that. Like some fighters, you know, you're like, Oh, they got rocked. Like whatever. I wasn't really worried about it because one of how composed he was on the ground and two, um, we saw him get cracked in his pro debut against Nate Owens and he still did the right things. And I mean, in that one, he got cracked, right? Like Nate put that, that bomb right under his cheek, swole up his eye pretty good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So it's like, I wasn't worried about him taking a shot and like losing it, any like confidence in himself mm-hmm. or anything, which you have to like with some fighters, like that you've never seen go through it. You have to question like, what's it like when, you feel like you're the favorite you're going to go win. And then you have to fight some through some adversity. Some people rise to the occasion. Some people don't. I felt pretty comfortable that Joel would rise to it. 
And then right before the round started, I said, I wonder if Warren's going to be too confident on the feet now with Joel. Yeah. And it, he, it, if I was Warren's corner man, I would have gone right back to, we need to get this fight to the ground. And yeah, Warren's walk forward style, while yes, he caught Joel with one good punch that Joel says he admits he didn't see coming. coming. Oh, yeah. Um, Joel was winning on the feet before. And we, he, and I, it was like, if Warren gets a false sense of comfort on the feet because he had that one, that one punch landed and gave him some success. Yeah. That, that's not going to be a good path to victory for Warren. And well, it, and, and it wasn't. So watching it live, if you listen to Blake and I, we both, I initially watching it live. I thought, man, I, I, I thought, I thought Joel looked a little slower in the first round. I didn't think he had the same movement watching it live. Eric, if you listen to Eric's, he's like, no, Joel's moving great. He's, He's picking his shots. He's tagging them. And after I rewatched it back, he he was landing a lot more than than. And maybe this was me trying to not be as as not trying to be biased and, and show and my angles, favorites for Joel. And angles, yeah. right? When you're when you're sitting in one stationary spot, cage side. Yeah. Sometimes angles just it, aren't your friend, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the first round, to see Joel get up and the look on his face, he he looked confident. Yeah. Warren was already wearing some of those those jabs and those right oh, hands. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, this, you know, and, and he I, and sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say he he I mean he's got a he's got a fan-friendly style, man, that just comes those flip kicks, like Joel said he, it in his post-fight interview. He said, I trained for that body kick and that head kick the whole camp, and he still flipped that kick up there. He how many times did he catch him in the body? Two or three times? Oh yeah, that yeah. head kick was. I mean, boom. Joe's like, oh okay. I Joe was wearing, and Joe was wearing some redness on his ribs. There. Oh yeah. But in the second round, I fe- and maybe it's just because of the way it went and stuff. Yeah. I felt like he abandoned it a little bit and went more t- with his hands. And I was like, I think, I think he thought he that hurt. he maybe could drop him again. I think he was hurt. I think he was hurt coming into that second round. Maybe. I uh, maybe. I, I and I don't know. I um. Anyway, super impressive performance again by Joel. I I mean I thought it was an impressive was, performance by Warren. I did too. I, I really did too. I, I think people that, that don't know who Warren is probably were like, hey, Joel's just gonna mop this kid. And I know Joel wasn't thinking that all camp. I know he didn't think this was gonna be an easy fight. I, I know you and I didn't think it was gonna be an easy fight, but there may have been some people Ooh. on the outside thinking, oh, Warren's just gonna walk or Joel's just gonna walk through this kid. And he, he's legit. He's four and zero for. He was four and zero for a reason, with four finishes for a reason. The the, the kid is legit. Right. Yeah. So Warren, for me, I, I I actually sent him a message yesterday. I just think he's super tough. I mean, he got hit with that spitting back fist from hell. Oh, and still walked forward. And he's still walking forward. He was still throwing punches after that. That, that was hard. That that would have slept. I think every other bantamweight in in the region. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was not, it was gnarly. I mean, but, um, props to Warren. He put up a great fight. Um, that is not a fight that he should hang his head on. Like I think, no. uh, he's, um, he'll be back. I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope that he, we, we get him, get him a fight once he recovers and, and he's ready to go. And, and, I, and I, and I'm sure Warren will get right back to his winning ways. And, um, and, 
uh, I can't think of a, I can't think of a better person than an organization like fierce would like to have somebody like Joel as a champion. Yeah. Yep. Look at, look at Roman. Uh, oh, War, yeah. Roman likes Warren a lot. We, we dude, he's, about it. Dude, he's a stud, man. He's a stud. Uh, and then main event, we had Carson Harden, William Dunkel, and that fight kept everybody on the edge of their seats. Warren and hey, Warren and Troy Fox, they they were built at the same factory. Their chins were built <laughs> at the same factory. <laughs> Wherever I don't know how they got him, but they got him. Yeah. Um, that Dunkel and Carson Hardman fight was just, I mean, that was the wildest 15 seconds I've ever seen in my life. I think. I mean, I'm pretty safe. It's pretty safe to say, and I think Carson, if he's listening, would agree with this. He was out. Like, oh, he, he was out. He, he was out. And I, and he said it too. I heard him saying to Dunkel in the cage, like, dude, I was out. Like, and I think he was out twice. I think he was out twice too. And he I somehow, think, I think he was out, and got woke up, got knocked out again, woke up, grabbed a hill hook, started rolling. That's Carson Hardman, though, right? Like, isn't that Carson Hardman? Like, we've seen him. I've seen, I've seen Carson. Here, here's here's the thing. Um, here's here's the thing with Carson. I'm gonna pull it up real quick because I, I I gotta I gotta look at these fights, and, and it's it, you know it's very it's very very much um, it's it's very very much who he is. <laughs> Yes, Jack. sure was. That was <laughs> sure was. Um, uh, Carson, uh, here, here, here's the here's the reality. You have to kill him. Oh yeah. It, he he goes in there, and it's me or you, and it's and, and you have to kill him. I look at the guys that beat him, and um, you know Clay Collard beat him. You have to kill him. Brian Thomas beat him. I mean, put a good put a good fight on him. Uh, Steve Seiler caught him in a rear naked choke that was deep, deep. Like I mean, he Dunkel. If Dunkel probably doesn't try and jump on the finish, he he he, he probably wins that fight ten seconds later. That's crazy. You know, Carson gets a lot of he gets a lot of slack, right? People don't like. They I think just it's talked a about it with one of my one of my really my one of like my best friend at the gym. He's like, yeah. ah, I'm not a fan. I was like, but why? And he goes, listen, he's 100% authentic in himself. That's, and he he doesn't care if you like him or not. He's yeah, himself. And I love and respect that about him. Blake asked me on the broadcast what I liked about Carson Hardman. And that's what I said. He's authentic. He is he, he's not trying to be somebody else. He's not trying to put on a, a persona when he gets in there. He is him 100 and 50%. That is him. And that's who you get. Um, I, I know there was a fight, his fight with Nate Kersley when he did the little double bird thing and everybody's booing him. We had him on the podcast shortly after that. There's a lot of people that didn't like that act, but there's also a lot of people that listened to that podcast and, and changed their views towards him after, after he explained himself and, 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 and just, just dove in a little deeper about who he is as a fighter and as a man. And I love the kid, man. I, I'm a huge fan. 
Yeah. I mean, he's 27 years old. Yeah, he's only 27? Crazy. I believe 11 and 3 now. 10 and 3, 11 and 3. How about how about him on his bike with his belt? That was <laughs> riding, his, riding his motorcycle with his belt. I'm the champ, baby. Let's go. Um, I was I I sent him a message laughing at that. That was funny. Yeah, that was that was funny. Um, man, what a great night. We had a great crowd. The uh, the broadcast we we changed it up on the broadcast. I thought it was phenomenal. It was great having Eric there and giving fighter perspective on everything. It, it was it was it was a fun night, man. Just all around. Yeah. Um, hey, if. Yeah, and then and we can't. You know, we, you know, we gotta send Dutch off the way he deserves to, which was cool. Love, love that. Um, so I now I, I, I want to hear more of his takes on some of the fighters. Now he can, now he can talk. So now he can yeah. talk about local fighters. So I want, I, I can't wait to hear some of his opinions. I think the fighter perspective, or I think from a fighter's perspective, Idaho rematch for sure. Ooh, next year. Ooh. February, I'm, I'm, February, I'm, fierce fighting championship. Well, okay. Well, I'll, can, I'll say it right now. I don't care. Can, I don't think it's a secret. Can, in on February tenth, we're going to be in Idaho Falls. That's pretty bad. Can, can, it's going to be have, awesome. Can I have a? Can I make a confession? Sure. About the Carson fight and the Dunkel fight, I love you Carson. Want, you want a Dunkel to win? I, I part of me, this the small small part of me wanted Dunkel to win so we could get the Steve Sharp Dunkel. For the title, dude. Uh, so me oh. and Cody, me and Bro. Cody bumped into Carson. Yeah, me and Cody bumped into Carson after at, outside the Maverick Center, and Carson said, "What would you have done if Dunkel was your champion?" I said, "Steve Sharp was coming out of retirement and was going to fight him for the belt." And Carson goes, "No, he wasn't." And, and Cody was off and didn't hear it. And I said, "Hey, Cody, what would have happened if Carson would have?" Uh, if Dunkel would actually won that fight, he goes, Steve Sharp's coming out of retirement, 100%. He he, 150% would have came out. I haven't talked to him, but I it, just if you listen to the broadcast or the pay-per-view, you, you know why. I'm, um, I'm, I, I'm happy that Carson won, but the, uh, um, but I, I, I am. I am happy that Carson won that fight, um, but uh, the, the alternative for us wasn't a horrible one. No. Carson, no disrespect to Carson, I love you, yeah. but there's just he, something oh, about that. I just, like, something about that matchup. I get again, like, let's go. Come on, Roman. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, we need. Uh, we will Dunkel will be back. He'll be back in the fierce cage. I, 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 I want to make sure his knee's still structurally sound after that hill hook because it was. Yeah, it was that was deep. pretty nasty. Yeah. And uh, I hope he tapped quick enough. Uh, don't know, but I, I hope, I hope he did. Hope it's all good. Um, if he's healthy or whatever, get maybe get Carson another fight and get him a win. And once that happens, I have no problem making that rematch. Fun. Fun um, night. October 22nd. We got Ooh. a full card. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We have 10 MMA, 10, 10 MMA fights, one kickboxing fight. Um, so we have 11 fights back at Mountain View High School. Which was a great freaking venue if you guys weren't there last time which is gonna to, be fun. you need to be there um, i yeah i i'm super excited there well, let's hear it tell us who our main event is and our co-main let's hear it as of right now so 
Uh-oh. Zach didn't pay his cable bill. Zach did not pay his cable bill. Zach didn't pay his cable bill. Fierce Challenger Series. I don't even know who the main event is. Fierce Challenger Series. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't even know who the co-main event and the main event is. I just know it's a stack card. I know there's a couple names on there. Uh let's just remove him out of here. Get out of here, dude. You're getting kicked from the studio. Come back in when you fix your internet. We're kick, we just kicked Zach out of the studio. Um, yeah, so super excited. October 22nd, Mountain View High School. Um, we got a kickboxing match. We got some uh we got some amateur fights going. It's gonna be that's gonna be a fun night too. That that venue was electric the last time we were down there. Now that more people know that we're gonna be there. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be crazy. And yes, sitting on the sodas for those guys. Yeah, sitting on the sodas. Um, anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for all the support for Fierce Fighting Championship, supporting, buying the apparel, coming out and watching the fights, supporting local MMA. I know there's some some fights this weekend. Mike Trunzel's, I know uh, Good friend Mike Trunzel. I've been helping him out with his nutrition. He called me yesterday. He's on weight. He's ready to rock and roll. Uh, oh, he looks good. I rolled with him weekend. this morning. Yeah, he he. Uh, yeah, he's feeling great. Uh, you're another one of your teammates. Cole Faust will be there. We always love to see Cole Faust fighting. Um, so yeah, man, Cole, super excited. Cole Faust, Ammon Garcia, Mike. Trunzel. Oh, Ammon's fighting too. Yep. Uh, Ooh, Vince, I love watching that Vince Wright. He came to our gym from Team Alpha Man. Oh, right. He's a stud. Uh, lo love all my guys that are fighting this weekend. Go out, support local MMA. Um, I think you could still hit them up for tickets, so you can still go hit up all those guys for tickets. Um, go support local MMA. Have a good night of fights. Um, sorry, I got kicked off, but we, we got it. So I was going to say, I was just saying, um, because Trent Miller was willing to take that fight on short notice with Marco Sanchez, and then unfortunately Marco hurt his knee, so uh, they weren't able to fight. Um, I know Trent is dying to fight. So there is a chance that Trent Miller will get added onto this card as a pro debut fight on October 27th. If we can find uh, the right dance partner for him. Um, so, but we have that. So, but as of right now, Edgar Sordo will be defending his 135 Bantamweight title against Noah De La Calzada. Ooh, um, I love that fight. I like that uh, fight. That fight's going to be crazy. Um, I like have, that fight. We have uh, Hector Lopez. Um, Koa Kingdom Stud fighting Seth Roman. Um, two Ooh. guys at 145. They have three and three records, but like really hard three and three records. Like, yeah, to me, they're almost the same guy. Like, not sexy records, but like really, really good tough guys. That's gonna be a fun um, fight. Zach, Zach Hamilton, Spencer Hanza. It's a good fight. Agima versus Jeremy Horns Jim. Uh, Mina. From Wasatch versus Molly, hey. from, Jer Molly from Jeremy Horns Gym. Nicole Fuga's back. Um, hey, we got a whole bunch of de debuts. Nicole slaying the national anthem last Saturday. She killed the national slaying anthem. Slaying it. I had chills, man. Nicole, that was freaking she's, awesome. I loved it. She's good. She's good. That, but we have one, really two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight nine, 10 amateur debuts on that card. Ooh. 
it's going to be electric. He's it's going to be fun. Electric. It's going to be wild. I'm going to be fun. All right. Is that it for today? Is that all? And then, and then some fight yeah. announcements are going to start getting announced for November 5th and at the back at the Maverick Center. To, to We're running it hot, baby. And, um, We're running it hot. Let's go. Let's go. 10 debuts. Let's go. Hey, Blake's going to start studying right now. Yeah. Hey, how do we get that clip of Blake calling the end of Joe's fight? That was phenomenal. That call at the end of Joe's fight, I may be a little biased, but whatever. It was freaking phenomenal. That was a great call. Let's get it over to Dana and Hunter. Come on. Get this get this guy on there. That's all right. We'll see you guys. Uh Blake ain't going anywhere. He's our John Anik. He ain't going nowhere. Dude, Eric Eric was asking me before. He's like, hey. You know, how's this going to go? How's the, how's the flow of the show going to go? What are we going to talk about? I said, just sit Shut back and, 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 and just listen to Blake because he'll set us up. I promise. He has pages, stacks of research and notes. The kid does a phenomenal job. I mean, he is a faux professional. Blake, you are the man, dude. Freaking, freaking love you, dude. Oh, he's got the edit. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys either Thursday or Friday. We got to figure out what our schedules are. Zach and I work together now, and it's it's kind of crazy. We have big boy jobs. See, first Roman? time I've had a work schedule in thirteen years. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If he wants another commentating job, I might got. Ooh, you hear that, Blake? Roman, you stop stealing Roman, my John Anik. <laughs> you're not stealing him unless it's for the UFC. He ain't coming down there to tough enough and doing none of that crap. Screw that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Blake. I'm not having you go down there to do tough enough, but. UFC, we can let you slide. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys through the end of the week. We'll break down this card uh, for this weekend. Thank you guys for all the support. Love you guys. We out.